Hey, beloveds, it's Beloved Jazz. Thank you for tuning in to listening to jazz. If this is your first time tuning into my podcast, I want to say welcome. And um, if you are following me um, and you listen to me, I want to say welcome back and thank you. So uh, my podcast is about life, lessons, and love. Anything in between about and beyond. So uh, today I want to do something a little different. I want to do a single women's Sunday, kind of like a, a, you know, like a soul calm down uh, episode for my single women. And I've noticed that most, I get a lot of people that listen to my podcast, but I I have to pay attention to my listeners. I and most of my listeners they are uh they really enjoyed the single women episode. So today I want to talk about being a single woman and self aware. So yes. Um I as I told you guys on the other episode, if you haven't listened to it and you are a single woman, I want to say um welcome and listen to my episode uh where I talk about um being a single woman. I I can't think of what it's called now. Let me look and pull it up, but it is basically in uh my first well, an episode for my single woman well, it's actually called single women. Um, but, and I talk about my own single, singleness season and experience. So check that out. But in this episode, I dedicated to my single women. And, uh, this one is just basically just talking about my experience being a self-aware person, um, which is something new that I think I've never actually had to I never have been before like of course I know myself but actually being um single and being in tune with who I am as a person that's um why I consider myself a self-aware person so and I actually have the definition of being self-aware um so what what it means to be self-aware is conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. And I would say that's definitely me and that and I've encouraged you if you don't really know yourself on a conscious level where you kind of know your own body, your mind, your thoughts, you know, you you know your own patterns, I encourage you to take your single time to definitely explore that because um, you can't try to be with someone else if you are not aware, self-aware or aware of your own, um, of who you are, your own character, your own feelings, your own mo- motives, your own desire, your own, you know, just who you are. And if you don't, if you are not, you're like, I have no clue who I am. I don't know, you know, I don't really know what my character is. You know, if you have, if you're questioning who you are, I encourage you to start journaling. I encourage you to um go to therapy because I think like that like I w- I thought I was aware of who I was, but going into therapy and having to tell someone who I am, that was the struggle for me. Like that was the real deal the struggle because I would go in those sessions and I I would be so unsure of myself and it, it made me like 
in a sense, like, why don't I know myself? And it, and the reason why I wasn't self-aware up to this point in my life was because I was so, um, I was trying to be what everyone else wanted me to be. And that definitely stemmed from my relationships. Like, um, I dated all, I have dated all different types of guys and they all were different and they wanted the different version of jazz. They wanted the jazz. So I had one guy, he wanted the, the fit workout jazz that, you know, she got to go to the gym all the time. She got to, you know, have her body right and tight and, you know, and that kind of wasn't, <laughs> that's not me. Like, that is not me. Like, I, I enjoy, you know, looking nice and taking care of myself physically, but I'm not a gym freak. I'm not, I'm not any of that. So, yeah. And then I had another guy. He just wanted me to, um, be this, you know, ride or die, like, just, I don't know, I guess, like, just be what everything that he needed. And that's, like, I noticed that in my relationships, I wasn't aware of who I was, because I was so, like, so adamant about being what a man wanted me to be, that I didn't even know who I was. And I'm so grateful that I'm, I have time to be with myself and I can talk about, you know, I can, I can get to know me, get to know what I like, get to know who I am, what, you know, my dislikes. Like, I will tell you guys, and this is, this is no lie. So after I went, after I got divorced, um, I went into Subway, not right after, but like, I'm talking about just an experience going to Subway. And I literally didn't know how I like to order my Subway sandwiches. And it was because I was always one of those people like, what are you getting? And then I would base my own decision, you know, my decision on what I would eat on what that what that person would order. So my experience with Subway is that I would go, I like after being divorced, I would go into Subway and order my food how I like it, you know, and that that was like a weird experience for me because I'm like, how do I not know how to order my own sandwich that I'm eating, you know, but I do that now. I can go into Subway. I'm real particular now. I'm like extra olives. Uh, uh-uh, uh. That is that bread hard? No. T- t- give me a new fresh piece of bread. Like I have that assertiveness because I know what I like now. I know how I like my food, and it's the same with dating. Like I know how I like my men. I know what I need. I know what works for me and what doesn't. And that that me being so particular is because I know who I am, and that's what I. I encourage every single, I say single woman, but every woman, single or not, just get to know who you are, get to know what you like, get to know what you don't like, get to know like what type of environment you want to see yourself in, like get to know you and be self-aware because like you can't ask another person to be so aware of who you are if you're not even aware of who you are yourself so yeah and um I I guess I don't want to say this is how I became self-aware but I definitely that I want to tell you guys how I um definitely stay self-aware as a single woman who is actively dating um so I would say 
stay attuned. I stay attuned with myself by checking in with myself. And that is me, like, me um, asking myself, how do I feel? And that and that can be a conversation that I have in my head with myself or I, I write. I journal a lot. I really, like, take time out of my day uh, to write. Even, like, when I have thoughts that are going crazy in my head and I'm like, what is going on? I'll write it down. Um, I really, like... I just want to get my thoughts from out in my head to on paper. And then when they're on paper, I can go back and read my, you know, my thoughts and know like, okay, this is how I feel, you know. So that's how I stay attuned with who, what I like, attuned with myself and how I check in with myself. And uh, I enjoy writing like I really do. And it's that's why I'm an author and um, I love to write. But I also love to take time to get to know how I'm doing today. I think me journaling is like like the comparison to someone saying, how are you doing today, Jazz? It's like I've already asked myself how I'm doing because I wrote in my journal. So, yeah. And I know like I know this is this is one that I'm. I think most people don't really, they're not ready for that, this one. But I will say, too, being self-aware is knowing when I'm wrong. Like, I know when I have made a mistake and I can hold myself accountable. I think that's what I mean by wrong is not saying, oh, Jazz, you're a bad person because you did this or that. It's about, like, knowing who I am and holding myself accountable. Like, you know, maybe I shouldn't think this way of a person or do I shouldn't have said that or do, you know it's just about holding myself accountable and that's that's the self-aware part that most most people lack and I'm not even just saying women but men people like we don't we don't want to admit when we're we're wrong or we don't want to like we think of ourselves so highly that we could do no wrong and that's not like everyone makes mistakes and everyone like I know with me I'm definitely aware of my own patterns that I know when I'm about to do something that I may regret later. <laughs> so I I really do a good job of saying, uh, and I think too, that when you're dating or even just with your family or your friends, you can say like, this is how I am. And I'm not using that as an excuse, but I really need patience. You know, I can ask for what I need when, and when I'm allowing myself to be, um, hold myself accountable, I can ask for what I need too. And that's, that's another aspect of being self-aware, asking for what you need, you know, and like, I can think of an instance where I'm just like, I struggle with this. I struggle, I struggle with this and I need patience. I need someone who is going to give me understanding instead of like, you know, treating me wrong when I make a mistake. Uh, so yeah, ask for what you need. And then I'll, the next one I would say is just be in control of your own feelings. Um, and I think this one is is definitely hard for me because I like my therapist, she told me uh, emotions or feelings, whichever one you want to call it, they only last for um, approximately 90 seconds and the rest 
if you l- make that feeling or that emotion last longer than 90 seconds, that is a choice that is a choice that you are choosing to um make that emotion stay. And I like when she told me that my mind blew up because <laughs> I I it made me realize I can control my own emotions. Like I can be upset one minute and I want to be glad or happy the next minute, or I can be sad or, you know, confused or anxious about something. But if I continue to stay anxious, mad, angry for longer than 90 seconds, that is a choice that I'm making, uh, you know, to stay there. And I don't, I don't want to stay there. And I think that's definitely me being self-aware. You know, I think it's kind of cliche when people say, oh, you know, you're, I I don't want to even bring up that point I was going to say about being bipolar. But, you know, I think we, like, you have more control of your emotions than you think. And just because you're angry or sad and you choose to not want to stay there, that doesn't mean that you're crazy or anything. It just says that you're in control of your emotions. And I definitely will say I am because I can be mad uh, and I I want to feel better the next moment. I want to feel I want to get past it or, I, you know, and I think that's being self-aware for me just choosing not to stay in those emotions that are not going to serve me any benefit. Um, And like, it took a lot of work and a lot of therapy. So if you are struggling to control your own emotions, like if you're literally feeling like your emotions are getting the best of you or that they're out of whack or that you like have zero control of your emotions, I really encourage you to go to therapy and I had to do it. And I like, I literally feel like I'm in control of my emotions and I have to have those talks with myself to say, you know, jazz, you're feeling a little down today. So what, what are we going to do to, to get past this? And I, I love that part about my emotions. Cause I literally take my emotions in control and I'm like, no, we're going to get, we're going to get past this. We're going to move forward. And it's not sweeping my feelings under the rug. It's about acknowledging what what is really going on and then saying, okay, you is using my self-care tools, you know, having those things already set in place that I know are going to make me feel better and then using those to my advantage. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, one thing that I love, I, I like to laugh. If you know me in real life, you know, you should know that I, I, I'm always laughing. I love to laugh and it's not, I don't think it's a childish trait. I just, I like to find joy and humor and laughter out of the, out of things in life. So when I'm having a bad day or when I feel sad, I, I really try my best to find a good Netflix stand-up comedy special, and I watch it, and I love to laugh, and it literally picks up my, it lifts up my uh, mood, you know, so I encourage you, find some things that are, that you know you're going to enjoy, um, that are going to lift your spirits up, so when you are feeling down, you can have those things already in in place, and like, okay, I like to laugh, so when I'm feeling sad, I'm going to go ahead and um, turn on Netflix, find find some Mike Epps or somebody to make me laugh, somebody that's going to be funny, (laughs) Um, 
or I'm going to journal or I'm going to take me a nice bath. I think self-care comes in a hundred percent when it when it comes to being self-aware and that is something that I'm so passionate about and I I really feel like I could do a lot better but it's something that I it's I have it dear to my heart because it's definitely been um yeah it's been a lot but I love self-care yes so and then I would say um I would say uh, gravitating to um to people that aren't you know your normal type you know like or and I I say this as far as dating because I normally gravitate toward people that are dysfunctional that are like kind of you know they don't have their stuff together you know but I but this time around in my single life I definitely have been self aware to know like hey Jazz. <laughs> You always date men that are losers or that are, um, you know, that aren't the best fit for you. So we're going to do something different. We're going to date people that you don't normally, you aren't normally attracted to. And we're going to gravitate toward those type of people and just see where it goes. And that is something that I've definitely, um, I've definitely done. And it works like I, it works because me gravitating toward people that aren't who I'm not normally attracted to, I have definitely like found a person that is just like me, you know, because I think when you aren't self-aware, you kind of gravitate toward people who are nothing like you, like you, they're nothing like you because you don't know yourself. But when you know yourself, you're going to gravitate toward people who aren't, you know, they're probably just like you or they're not as, you know, like they're not your type anymore. They they don't fit into your like, oh, I like guys that are tall. I This is what I used to like, y'all. Tall, dark, and handsome. I didn't care what what the personality was, what the, I didn't care as long as they were tall, dark, and handsome. And that, that has been my type, my TDH, tall, dark, and handsome. But as I became self-aware, I know like, that that type is not a that's a physical trait that's not a type for me i'm gonna have to go toward people that may not fit that category and it's definitely worked and i say that within like building friendships you know like just in like when you become self-aware you start noting noticing the things that you have always done and that it doesn't serve you. So you kind of go toward people that do serve you and that do, you know, no matter what they look like, that's the thing, no matter what they look like or how old they are or how young they are, you gravitate toward them. So that is my, yes, that is my take on being self-aware and single. And I did throw in some tips for you guys. But then also I, I do want to say too, this is, for my single women who are dating and you are looking for Mr. Right, which I think, I mean, I I would hope every woman is, but maybe you're just enjoying your hot girl summer. I don't know. But just be prepared when you are um, dating, you are going to be doing a lot of rejecting when you are self-aware because you are going to be able to know that like, hey, I know myself and I know that this person does not work for me. So I'm going to have to move on. You know, I think me, I don't, 
I've done a lot of rejecting um, than I have negotiating. Like I, (laughs) when I didn't know myself and I wasn't aware of who I was, I did a lot of negotiating. I did a lot of like, hmm, maybe I can work with this or, you know, maybe if he changes this, I can, I can work with that. But as I like become self-aware, I'm like, what you see is what you get. Like who I am, um, you have to like who I am, whether I change tomorrow or decide to wake up the same person. Like I, cause I know me, like I'm a good person. I'm nice. I don't, I don't rock the boat. I'm not filled with drama. Like this is who I am. And I could, the things that I need to change, they, they, I don't think they would stop anyone from wanting to be with me. So why should I want to be with someone else who, needs me to do a lot of negotiating and tweaking and fixing and perfecting. No, sir. I um I have to reject you, you know, and that's I think that's what a lot of women sometimes I don't know about you guys, but for me as a nice person, I definitely have had to do a lot of rejecting. And it's not like, oh, I have to cut you off and, you know, ghost you. It's about like knowing what works for me and who I am and the things that I like and interests and, you know, knowing my motives, my desires, my character. I have to know me and I'm paying attention to you as well. And we have to align. We have to be we have to be a good fit. Like just just how I gave you guys a definition of being self-aware is being uh, knowledgeable of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. Like if you are paying attention to another yourself, number one, but if you're paying attention to someone else's, uh, their, you know, who they are, you're not like, you won't want to be with someone who doesn't fit your characters, your desires, your motives, your character I probably said it twice your feelings like you don't want you wouldn't want to be attached to someone like that because you know that who you are and who they are they're not going to fit so either you're going to have to change who you are to fit with them or they're going to have to change who they are to fit with you and like when I don't I don't feel like changing I I've (laughs) one thing I have definitely learned I can't change anybody. Just like nobody could have changed me when I was in my days of low self-esteem and you know just nobody could have, nobody changed me but God, therapy and myself because I all three we wanted those things to happen. I wanted to change, but I can't change someone else. I can't and they can't change me. So they can make me better, you know, they can they can make me a better person, you know, better than what I already am. That, but and same for that other person. But we're not changing. We're not trying to take. Like I tell, <laughs> I tell my friends and I tell people, I'd rather change somebody's wardrobe than to have to change their character. That's my that's my number one right now, because I can get you a new outfit, but I can't get you a new personality, a new heart a new uh, mindset, a new motive. I can't do any of that. Only you can do that. Only they can do that. And that's my, that's my advice for you guys. Like as a single woman, you have to be self-aware so that you know who you are and you want to be attached to someone who knows who they are and their values, character, all of that must match with yours. And if it doesn't, 
you're going to be in the the changing business and that's not I dating shouldn't be like this transitional thing. It should be a growing thing. It should not be like where we're where we're trying to change people. We're trying to grow with people, not change them. So yes. So um I think I that that is it for you guys. I hope I gave you guys my single women a lot of knowledge about self-awareness and being a single woman this is your time to get to know you get to know you before you try to get to know somebody else but um i gave you guys a lot of lessons but i still have to give you guys a lesson of the day this is going to be something to just you know get you get you through your week or something but the lesson of today is um just uh know yourself know yourself and I feel like that's kind of aligned with the whole episode for today but get to know you and when I say get to know you I mean know that you are a boss I don't want to cuss a boss B you are wonderful you are dope you are amazing you are wonderful you are everything and just remember that like know that you are that woman and um yeah so I hope that you guys take what I've said today and let it marinate in your heart and your spirit and in your mind but yes I hope you guys have a beautiful week if you're listening to this on a Sunday that I've recorded or um if you're listening to it during the week I hope you have more beautiful days But yes, remember guys, be loved, be loved, beloved Jess.